Welcome to the Cabin Cast. Your getaway primer. Hello. Hey, Eric. So this is a new one for us. You're you're calling in. Is this the first call in, Kristen, where you're calling me and I'm recording by myself here? Well, well we did one um, when I was in Montana this summer. And oh. I don't remember if you were home too or if you were in the studio. Yeah. Okay. So second, second call in where Kristen is my guest here on the cast and co-host I from I afar. I, I said I get to see what it feels like to be one of our remote guests it's kind of exciting yeah yeah you're like you're on assignment is i think what we're just saying (laughs) (laughs) reporting exactly yeah so so, to see what it's like to go to a getaway yeah yeah you're at your your own getaway and uh kind of getting ready for thanksgiving exactly yeah so i have a little thanksgiving a little story a little thanksgiving wisdom for all our our listeners out there especially parents so you can uh listen to this listen up a man in Chicago calls his son in New York the day before Thanksgiving and says, I, I hate to ruin your day, but I have to tell you that your mom and I are getting divorced. 45 years of misery is enough. Pop, what are you talking about? The son exclaims. Well, we can't stand the sight of each other any longer, the father says. We're sick of each other, and I'm sick of talking about it, so you can call your sister in Dallas and tell her the news. Frantic, the son dials his sister, who explodes after hearing Like hell, they're getting divorced, she shouts. I'll take care of this. She calls Chicago immediately. Hello, the man says. You are not getting divorced, she exclaims. Don't do a single thing until I get there. I'm calling my brother and we'll both be there tomorrow. Until then, don't do a thing. Do you hear me? And then she hangs up. The man sets down his phone as his wife calls to him from the other room. Are they coming for Thanksgiving? They are, he replies, and they're even paying their own way. (laughs) when you first started telling this my heart got heavy i'm like eric where are you going with this yeah and i was like oh that's a smart dad here yeah just smart yeah gotta get the kids to pay their own way at whatever the whatever the way so um oh my goodness yeah so what what are your thanksgiving what are you guys doing and this is uh we're recording this a few days before thanksgiving this will air on the friday after yep so um I am so excited for this Thanksgiving. We're doing some new traditions. Our kids, we have three that are out of the house college age kids right now and two still at home. So that changes a lot for our family that we don't get to be together as often anymore. And we have a getaway property that we love to go to. My boys love to deer hunt. And so we just gathered just the seven of us and doing some hunting and I'm really spending time in the kitchen. I'm kind of taking a little break from a lot of my online presence this week to fully be, I always like to say, be where my feet are. Yep. And um, just focus on family and playing games, cooking. We're going to do a tree trimming um, the Friday after Thanksgiving. So we're going to cut a tree down from the property. I brought all the kids' ornaments here. And we're going to do... Um, Christmas cookie baking and make grasshoppers, all those little things that make you so excited for the next time we all get together to do it again. Oh, that so sounds I'm, I'm fun. really excited to, to do that. All the kids 
I've already, I'm ahead of the game. I've wrapped a new ornament for each of them to put on the tree for the year. Um, you know, I'm already thinking that next chapter as I become a grandma, Oh, not too soon, but <laughs> you know, in the coming years. Yep. So wanting to start some of those things now, get the traditions in place. Happens. Exactly. How about you guys? Yeah. So we, um, we used to go to my wife's family used to have these huge Thanksgivings with like over a hundred people in Clinton, Iowa. And because kind of the, the next generation is taking over the Thanksgiving where it's actually been moved to Indiana, kind of in the Carmel, Indiana area. So we're road mm-hmm. tripping it up from Northern Wisconsin to Carmel, Indiana. So that'll be fun. Um, our traditions are really just about getting together with people. Everybody chips in and puts a big meal together. A big group stays at a hotel. And then there's usually one of the family members homes in the area has kind of hosts everything. And then we all head back to hotel, hit the pool and just hang out and catch up. It's really just about family and spending time together. Like many Thanksgivings are, it's just kind of on a much larger level, a lot more people. So I think they will be like, this is a small year and there's probably going to be around 40 people. Well, and that's, I guess you cut it in half, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. This is the, the <laughs> small year. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people, you know, decorate for Christmas early and don't put as much into Thanksgiving anymore. But I love all the Thanksgiving traditions. You know, I, we even have a Thanksgiving movie. So I don't know how many people, you know, have one of those, but we watch planes, trains, and automobiles every Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. That's the Steve Martin, John Candy movie. Sure. And it never gets old. It's hilarious. And it's about Steve Martin trying to get home for Thanksgiving. Oh, so perfect. So make it the Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, well, we're, we're becoming quite the movie recommending podcast here. We actually got an email from one of our listeners, and this is Jill from Minnesota. So I, I read this off to you. That's funny that you mentioned another movie. Thanks for the great podcast. My husband and I listened to a couple on our road trip today. So fun. You both seem so caring, inviting to your guests. Keep up the good work. By the way, watching Cheaper by the Dozen 2 because you mentioned it in one of your podcasts today. Your Minnesota neighbor, Jill. That's awesome. That's so fun. Yeah. So we may we need to shift to like more of a movie. We just recommend movie podcasts. <laughs> that could be a thing. Right. Yeah. We uh, we recommend music and movies and recipes. Yeah. Just Everybody will have a whole new thing to try every week. Yeah. And speaking of recipes and trying things too, I have a couple stories from this fall and we kind of recorded a whole batch of podcasts at one time. So a bunch of stuff has happened and we've been up to all sorts of things in the meantime. So we can kind of catch our listeners up on a few of those things. And one of the big things in the mode, it's really a mindset and a mode that I shift into for the fall is my hunting. It's kind of like a almost different personality. I really get in the zone on hunting, dive into things and spend quite a bit of time in the woods. And the way we kind of kick every hunting season off is with a grouse hunt. Our property that we build our reclaimed barnwood furniture on for our company is over in the Phillips area. And it used to be the University of Wisconsin Stevens Point grouse study area. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it is just packed full of grouse. It's really awesome. And every year we get a group of family and friends together and kind of crash at the kind of little ranch house we have out there. We call it our lodge. And 
we go grouse hunting and the bow hunters do a little bit of bow hunting in the evening and the kids all play together and we kind of drive around on the cart and just have a really good time together. It's just about, you know, getting together, teaching the kids about the outdoors. Usually the older kids can, you know, practice shooting, you know, like a 22 a little bit. And then we get the little guys to shoot BB guns just to teach them about safety and, you know, being careful and just fun. You know, usually there's a little bit of archery, campfires, all that stuff. Well, this year we were, had really good luck. I think we shot 13 grouse. So that was awesome. And grouse are amazing. If you haven't had it, it, to me, it tastes like buttered chicken. Like it's so tender, so amazing. And we saved them all this year. And when we did our rifle hunt, which was just this last weekend, Matt, who you remember from Walleyes on the Rocks and Jed, um, they rifle hunt with me too. And they cooked this amazing meal of grouse using the grouse that we made. And it's got white wine and sour cream and shallots and mushrooms. And I think there's even prosciutto in there. And it was like the wow. most rich, amazing meal oh, made with the grouse. So yeah. And then we ended up having some deer tenderloin from the deer that we got with this grouse meal. And it was just this unbelievable wild game meal that really makes a, a you appreciate it so much more with the work that you put in and the preparation. Right. And, and then second, just that when it's cooked in a gourmet way, Holy cow. Is it, is it fun? You know, it just incorporates, so many of the things that we we talk about almost on every episode, you know, building memories, gathering with family and friends, appreciating nature and the land. And, you know, we talked about it in Log Cabin Vintage episode, that homesteading. So, you know, using what we hunt, what we grow and really savoring the meals and appreciating it. I mean, you just summed it all up with your experiences in the last week. Yeah. And I, I, uh, I was fortunate enough. I go to Kansas and Nebraska and do a couple hunts. Um, usually every year with my dad too, in a spot he's been going for 10 years. I think I've been going for five total out of, in the last 10 years, I've gone five times and I was fortunate enough to get a couple nice bucks and brought the meat back and actually processed the second buck, you know, fully completely myself. I got a vacuum sealer and did all the cuts and got everything organized, which is the first time I've ever done that in my whole life. And that was, you know, quite a bit of work, but really, you know, teaches you how to do everything the right way. And then when I was out hunting with my rifle this weekend, I ended up doing some canning too. So I did 14 jars of canned venison and yeah, really, really did connect that, that discussion with homesteading must've sunk in further then yeah, I thought all of a sudden I'm doing canning and, you know, just really, really focused on that, that stuff. The other thing that's great is trying new things. Yeah. You know, we talked about that in our girl camper episode. I think we talked about our episode with Kyle white. It comes up often too, to keep learning and growing and trying new things is really important. And it's great for our kids to see us do that too. Yeah. Oh, so sorry. I'll have to try some of your canned, venison yeah i'll bring some it's it's really amazing we used to i i used to hunt in high school i'd go out to ecolaca montana and hunt with my dad for mule deer and some of the old ranchers out there would bring canned venison and we'd make canned venison sandwiches and this uh this fall too we one of the guys i hunt with brought some for tacos and we made canned venison tacos and they were really amazing just threw them in a crock pot to heat them back up and you know with all the standard taco fixings and it was good stuff 
Hey, it's Kristen. I'm here to tell you about White Arrow's Home. White Arrow's Home is a lifestyle brand that shares a warm and cozy mix of design ideas, inspirational style, and personal journeys from the backdrop of the Wisconsin Northwoods and my lakeside log cabin home. I love sharing daily inspiration for you on my blog, through social media, and in my shop. At White Arrow's Home, you can shop in person in the store, but also online from anywhere. You'll find a mix of antique, vintage, and new furniture, accessories, and gifts carefully curated to fit our brand of classy cabin and cottage decor, campy style, and always a heavy sprinkling of plaids. New products come in the shop daily with decor that will let you bring Northwoods living into your own home and style spaces that are inviting, beautiful, and make family and friends want to linger longer. Well, one of the things when we were looking for our getaway property and my husband and my sons really wanted it to be somewhere where they could hunt and fish. They love to fly fish. And I just said, because there's three of us girls in the family, that we wanted it to also be somewhere that we could go and enjoy being together as a family. So it wasn't always the guys heading out to do their thing. It was really important us to stay a family often. And so when we found our place, I have a daughter that's really musical, so we were able to get a piano and then we use it often as kind of a writing and reading retreat. So that's one of my favorite things to just come and enjoy the view um, while I sit and write. So, I mean, there's lots of ways to, to use these getaways, you know, whether it's to go hunting. And I know so many times you talk about too, and my husband, you just enjoy sitting out in the woods too. Oh, up in your tree stand. Yeah. I mean, you, the vast majority of time, especially with deer hunting is spent you know, reflecting, just enjoying nature. It's kind of, it's very meditative. It's not, right. it's not very action packed, but it it's like very, very, very long periods of calm and patience with, you know, very short periods of high adrenaline kind of action that tie in. So, well, My favorite hunting story you've ever told last year, you know, now that we've got a year under our belts, it's, it's fun to be able to think back and your story about the tumbleweed. Oh, yeah. And we shared the yeah. Mike Murray song, Tumbleweed. And oh my gosh, that story still cracks me up. Yeah. So yeah. everybody will have to go back and listen. Yeah. The tumbleweed rolling through its natural habitat and all, uh-huh. all its beauty and glory. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But it's always fun to see those things that you see in old Western TV shows out in the wild. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen back. Oh, I do have some a couple funny stories from hunting camp with my kids. So this is the grouse okay. camp that we do. So we were making, I was making a fire pit while everybody was out and about. I think the older kids were out running around and a couple of the, the guys were out grouse hunting and I was making a fire pit so we could have a fire at night. So I was collecting these big rocks and my three-year-old Magnus was helping me collect these rocks. And, you know, of course I was grabbing these big, you know, basketball and volleyball size rocks and hauling them over and Magnus was grabbing baseball and softball size rocks and kind of carrying them over to help out. And at one point I was setting down one of the larger rocks and kind of shifting it into place with my hands moving around. And Magnus takes one of his rocks and from maybe two feet up, cause he's not a real tall guy. He just dropped it right on my finger and oh just my smashed it between, you know, the rock I was kind of setting in place and you know, the rock he dropped so I'm hopping around trying to keep my language under control because he's a three-year-old and, you know, although he yeah. pr- probably hears things, it doesn't need to hear it from his dad. And right. um, hopping around, jumping up and down, 
coming up with very creative language that, you know, doesn't cross the line. And he just looks at me with the biggest look of disappointment on his face. And he says, dad, you need to be more careful. <laughs> so oh my God. he's just like, I chilled. yeah, he's like looking at me, like disappointed in me that I wasn't, he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> he's like, you need to be more careful. You shouldn't hurt yourself that way. And, oh, and, uh, he, you know, it's just like, Mainly, I'm thinking, you're right. I do need to be more careful. I can't be moving rocks with a three-year-old. That, is, that uh-huh. is my fault. So, Oh, my gosh. Was it all swollen? and? It, you know, he caught the tip pretty good. So just, you know, kind of that bruised under the under the, uh, under the the fingernail look. But, uh, yeah, that's my safety. Well, I love that he told you to be more careful. Yeah, yeah. Safety advice from a three-year-old is, Dad, you need to be uh-huh. more, more careful. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I found out, I think that my daughter has a, a future in politics. So oh, she they, okay. she was playing a game with her friends and she they were the three of them were walking by her and two of the other girls were walking by and she was trying to talk them into something. So she, and this is word for word quote from her. She said, I promise you this might work. So I think that that's like a perfect... Yeah politician saying i promise i promise you this might work and uh that i think that actually might be my motto moving forward on anything i promise anyone so. like put it on a t-shirt yeah that's sign pr- your sign your letters that way yeah i promise you this your, your might, email yeah i promise you that this might work and that that way you're covered no matter what happens yeah, exactly it might it might not and you were you'll be right no matter what you did then. <laughs> exactly well i'll vote for live yeah yeah. For sure. So vote for live. Yeah. <laughs> the Cabin Cast is brought to you by Roughing It in Style. On the Cabin Cast, we talk a lot about making memories. But what makes a home or getaway more likely to create those cherished times? The Interiors team at Roughing It in Style is here to help you find that perfect memory-making balance in your home. The balance between gathering and privacy, form and function, relaxation and entertaining. We have two showrooms stocked with furniture, decor, and lighting. Our up north store is in Harshaw, Wisconsin, 10 miles south of Minocqua, and our out west store sits on the doorstep of the Rockies in Fort Collins, Colorado. Find out more and plan your visit today at roughingitinstyle.com. Well, I'd love to hear some of our um, listeners' traditions, too, that they have over Thanksgiving or into the Christmas holidays, how they love to entertain others, favorite meals, all those things that would be really fun to hear and and learn from them too. Yeah. Yeah. Especially we'd love to hear about transitions is is like you used to do this thing and now this is a new thing as life changes. Cause I think, you know, we're kind of both in that mode right now and trying to figure out. And then also it's always interesting when you have the, you know, the two family is like one year we do this and then the other you do this and, kind of switching back and forth is uh, right. is fun too. Yeah, we've gotten so many ideas over all these episodes for how to um, entertain guests. So if you're the host over the holidays, there's lots of great ideas on some of our episodes. Um, and then we've also even heard from some of our um, people we've interviewed about how to be a good guest somewhere too. So yeah, um, that's always, that might be another episode to do a little more on even, how oh. to be a good guest at someone's house. Oh, yeah. That is a good idea. 
And then uh, for Thanksgiving, so are you, do you do the like the full spread, the full cooking, and like the the traditional Thanksgiving meal? I imagine you put together I, quite a spread. Yeah, I do the traditional meal. And last year was my first year to ever cook it myself. My mom had always done it before, and my brother in law. Um, and last year I did it for my husband's family and our family. So it was a pretty big group. And this year it'll just be the seven of us, but. I, it's probably one of the things I am most proud of myself in my whole life doing because it turned out so amazing and I never knew I could do it. I kind of just dove into it and wrote out a plan and everything came out on time and came out tasting delicious. I, I'm still kind of an on myself of myself and I hope that I can, by the time everybody listens, I'll know if uh, I had done a good job. So maybe I'll have to put something <laughs> on Instagram, but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I was really proud of myself. Because timing is so, that's everything with the, the the dinner. Just, you know, you have limited space. You, you know, usually one oven and just trying to get everything well, you know, to the, line the up. Best, the best thing we have, uh, my mom has always had one. I mean, even when I was a little girl and said she would have it in every kitchen. And it's the first house, my getaway house is the first house I've ever had one of these in. And it makes a huge difference. I have a warming drawer. Oh, cool. So if anybody's, you know, in the middle of remodeling or planning for their cabin or their getaway home, I highly recommend putting a warming drawer in. You know, then if the guys are out hunting and they're coming in late for breakfast and I just put their plates in the warming drawer and when they come in, they can pull it out. And for Thanksgiving, some of the sides I can just put in there and they're ready to go and warm when I'm, everything else is ready. So that's a great great little thing to have around that made it easier that is a great feature yeah so how about you guys what do you think it'll look like this year do you have to bring along something i think we're in we're in charge of the chips and dip so this is going to be a pretty easy year for us to you know bring our our uh selection for the group yeah well it's hard like uh, we actually did do some thanksgiving with my in-laws this past weekend so we did a full Thanksgiving. My husband's siblings were all there with all their kids. So there were over 20 of us. And at one point, grandma looked at me and said, I'm thinking maybe we should go out next year. Because <laughs> after a while, it just, I think it's not as much the cooking of everything. It's yeah. the dishes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's yeah. the cleanup afterward. And then you got to clean it up because there's going to be another meal coming soon. So, you know, paper plates work great sometimes, but. Then you like to have nice dishes sometimes too. So everybody chipping in, all those grandkids help out a lot. Yeah, you got to get the, get the the assembly line set up. Right. Yeah. Well, wonderful. Well, you know, wishing you a happy Thanksgiving again, everyone, and hope I guess in as this will post on Friday. Hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yes, and we are so thankful for all of our followers and listeners and all the encouragement we've been getting along the way. It's been wonderful. Absolutely. That is something I'm absolutely grateful for, especially this year. And since it's been a little bit over a year. So, yeah. Well, wishing you and your family, Erica, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. You guys too. Enjoy. And we will catch everyone next time. Sounds great. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Cabin Cast. 
You can find details and more information in the show notes on our website at www.thecabincast.com. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you won't miss a single episode. Follow us on your favorite social media channels. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Cabincast. We'd also love to hear from you. We want to hear your getaway and cabin stories. For a chance to have your story featured on an upcoming episode, email us at getaway@thecabincast.com. Until next week, enjoy the journey.